Brian Kelly's such a dick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Got to repeat that. <laughs> Make sure that's start the pot out with that. That's how we start the audio. Yes. I don't like that dude. He's so unlikable. That's an unlikable he, person. I mean, um, I guess we already knew or a lot of, a lot of people knew about the uh, CMU incident with LaFleur and Sala, but that made the rounds again. And it just reminded me. I didn't know. I learned about that. Uh, see, I, I can't remember if I knew about it and then just forgot about it or learning it for the first time. If it's personality so well that it just sounds like something you should know already. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I love the person. It just... <laughs> <laughs> Which I know being at like the facility at seven in the morning, too, isn't that big of a sacrifice for them because right. Like, right. they're already up at four or five o'clock in the morning. But for that little speech to last like two and a half minutes too. Right. <laughs> and, he like, and he like no questioned it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he like no questioned it and left and walked out like, what? Wait. He left the questions with the AD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I'll see y'all. I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> that was so weird. That was so weird. I think he did Cincinnati a similar way, if I remember correctly. Yeah, uh, I believe they like so. A, they were like a team dinner, and he's like, before their bowl game, or get ready for bowl season, he's like, yeah, so... Going to name guys. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all later. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you what do you think about the hire? I love the hire because I think it's a terrible hire for LSU. Yeah, I, um, I, don't, I don't I don't see how this works. Not me. Brian Kelly doesn't have a SEC personality to me. He doesn't have a, and not SEC, he doesn't have a southern personality to me. He has like a Midwestern, we say we want the people personality. Yeah. And you could try that. In L- at LSU, like you can attempt that, yeah. I think it's gonna work, but I mean, you can go for it. I, I actually think it's a good hire on their part because if they're, I think they're kind of aware that the program sell, sells itself. Um, so you really don't need Brian Kelly to come in and convince recruits. Um, I mean, you're gonna need that, uh, but really, you're gonna you sell yourself when you're LSU and you have a hot bit of talent right around you in that state and on your borders. Um, I think it's a great move for LSU because they need a CEO to come in and pretty much clean up some junk. I'm not saying like Brian Kelly's like not even like the best CEO you want to get to come and clean up your junk because he's got his own junk too. But I, I like the hire from that perspective. It's a, the total opposite from Ed Orgeron. And I think that's exactly what that. they wanted. It is that. Um, I do think this continues that I, a theory that I posted to you earlier that LSU should just recycle change coaches every three to five years because yeah. the trend is you get the coach. They always have the recruiting base. You get the coach, you get a new coach, get a new voice in there. You sneak a national championship. You know, you're down for a few years. Then you do it all over again. You know, yeah. Les Miles got championships first, what, three years there. Um, then he got another one. Uh, Ed O'Dron got one his second year there. And mm-hmm. we all thought, you know, he was future. But then he decided other things were more important. Yeah. Um, um, and now you do it with Brian Kelly, you know. Another coach, you know, still chasing that championship, that championship medal. Yeah. That, yeah. that first championship. So, you know, this is a good part of the cycle for them. So they just continue this three to five years just getting the coach in. Yeah. Wait, you get a new voice, you might stick a championship. I think it's continues to trend for them. But um, I respect from the fact they made a splash with this one. Like, this was a very unexpected hire, so I, I see they're going for something. But it's also like, I'm with you. I don't – I just don't think he fits there. I don't yeah. think he fits personality-wise there. I don't I don't see it working. That – his whole his whole thing, his whole nothing's ever my fault thing, I don't think that works at LSU. I don't think they're going for that. 
I, really I mean, don't. I don't know. I mean, LSU's got a lot of scandals going on right now or a lot of investigations. So <laughs> I mean, specifically with the football program, they're like, I don't see that. Oh, yeah, nothing's my fault here. Everything's everyone else's fault on the field. I don't know. Yeah. Players just yeah, yeah. That, that's not I don't think they're going. Yeah, for that. that's not going to cut up with the alumni base. I mean, uh, this right, is SEC right. football uh, and. These are whole, these donors and boosters are a whole lot different uh, than your Notre Dame yeah. uh, donors and boosters. They have a lot less patience. Right, 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 right. Especially yeah. when they know you don't have the restrictions that you had at, at, uh, at um, Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Yeah. Recruiting wise, like it, you have, every, what, what else do you need from us? What more do you need? You know, yeah. they're not taking a four loss season well. <laughs> they're not. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's taking that well. I don't, I don't see how this, I don't know. His head might explode. He's not good at bad. He's not good at bad times. And bad times are coming. Because LSU, yes. I mean, the nature of the SC, of the, that conference is you're going to lose a game you shouldn't lose. And I don't mm-hmm. know how he, how he deals with that. Maybe two. Might lose two you don't want to lose. Mm-hmm. Like, the first time he plays Auburn and some Auburn magic happens, his head might explode. Mm-hmm. Like, some, some Auburn nonsense just occurs. I don't know how he, I don't know how he deals with that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think we're finally about to bring, or he's finally about to step onto a stage that's going to be too big for him. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah, I think between the two major hires, right, the Brian Kelly and the Lincoln Riley, mm-hmm. I feel like this has more volatility than Lincoln Riley does. But I think Lincoln Riley at USC can be a fine job. Like, he might not win a championship, but I think they'll be fine. Yeah. Um, well, Kelly at LSU seems like he can go. It's either going to be really good or really terrible. I do not see Kelly winning a national championship at LSU, and that's – more to do with how much stronger that conference is about to get than him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think uh, that yeah. competition is just going to be way too hard. And he's going to lose. I, I think Texas and Oklahoma, you know what? We didn't even consider that either. Um, yeah, Not even considering that Texas and Oklahoma are now going to be their biggest competition along with right. Arkansas when it comes to uh, that recruiting pipeline in that area. Right. Uh, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, he may actually be hindered um, more uh, compared to, you know, yeah. LSU's coaches in the past. Yeah, especially not being not being from the area, not familiar. That's the biggest thing for Ogeron. Ogeron's from there. Ogeron knows that area better than anybody. He's one yeah. of those recruiters. And I think another thing that hurts Kelly is the fact that when comparing Lincoln Riley again, Lincoln Riley and his whole staff was on the plane. Everybody he wanted, it was on the plane in yeah. Oklahoma heading to USC. Yeah. Brian Kelly is going without his offense coordinator or defense coordinator. Tommy Reese stayed. Marcus Freeman mm-hmm. stayed. You know, Marcus Freeman is not the Notre Dame head coach. It's creates a very weird conflict for me as someone who doesn't care Notre Dame football. <laughs> it's, it's creates a very strange situation for me. But, you know, I'm, I'm playing like a champion right now. Just a little bit. <laughs> playing like a champ. <laughs> but, but, like, I think when you make a big move like that, you need the guys who you trust, who you trusted in your in your program with you. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna try to try and build that trust while learning a new environment. And I think that's a big, that's a much bigger ask. Yeah, it's a much bigger ask that I think is that continuity helps a lot. And he's not gonna have that, so I don't, I, I see issues with that. Yeah. Well, do you want to get into the Lincoln Riley thing? Let's do it, man. So Lincoln can- Riley pulled the Aaron Rodgers. He was immunized. He was immunized. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he got out of, of he got out ahead of, of the question. He said, "Let me stop you right there, buddy. <laughs> I'm not going right. to LSU. <laughs> no, no more questions." <laughs> See, I didn't even know. Think- I didn't even know about that press conference. I just knew about that article, like I had said. Uh, yeah. You know, all these yeah, LSU yeah. players and recruits that followed right, him on Twitter, right. and that's all I needed uh, to yeah, know. I- 
I need the real story to come out about what happened there. Because mm-hmm. it was clearly, it's way too much smoke for there not to have been a small fire going on. Yeah. So I, mean, I really want to know like what went like what went wrong. And we know for pretty much a fact that he took meetings with LSU. So they were right. in consideration. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so you being the non-SEC guy, Eric, this could be my first hater uh, question right here. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Tell me. Tell me, Titus. Tell me why Lincoln Riley isn't actually scared of SEC smoke. Tell me why he went to USC for a different reason. Because he got $110 million and they paid for his houses. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> they gave him a PJ. Yeah. <laughs> they gave him a PJ, dog. They gave him a PJ. <laughs> yeah, apparently, allegedly has a PJ, uh, a private jet for you, family use whenever he wants. Nice, nice. Yeah, like, so he I got mean, all the amenities. amenities the deal is sweet. He yeah. has two houses, and he had two houses in, in Norman, which I don't know why he had two houses in Norman, but all right, this is my place. <laughs> so we need two houses. But I think he was trying to sell one, moving to other. They bought both of them. He was like, I will buy both of them. Allegedly, this is this is alleged contract deals. They bought both of them like over market. That's why the housing market is trash right now. There was on some Zillow behavior. Damn. But, um, and they bought both of them like over market because I mean he couldn't sell them now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was yeah. Buy those. <laughs> it was done. Um, I did find all the the thing about coaches leaving that I found funny. Since let me see when my when my coach my coach leaving uh fan innocence was taken. <laughs> um, I want to say it was when Lane Kiffin left Tennessee, and oh. they were like, and he like had to get a Secret Service escort out of this out of the state. Yeah, I think that's when I stopped feeling bad for fans. I'm like y'all, y'all do a lot. <laughs> y'all do a whole lot. That's that's really when the, I think it might be when my fan and my anti fan behavior started. Yeah, this might be it. Like it, it was tri- it was triggered by the malice at the palace, but I think that t- that start that like was the next domino to fall. Yeah, and the final domino was LeBron and Cleveland. Like those, mm-hmm. I think that's the domino order. And then by the time LeBron left Cleveland, I've just been done with fans ever since. No, um, I think that's where, <laughs> that's where this or that's my origin story. That's my villain origin story. I think. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean Tennessee fans, of course, like went uh, over the line. Uh, I guess you could say, but um, I don't know, man. Like. <laughs> I I remember how happy I was when I heard that Lane Kiffin was leaving Tennessee because after we barely beat Lane Kiffin that year, his first year at Tennessee, I was like, holy crap, this guy is going to be a problem. Uh, so I was sweating Lane Kiffin. And you know me, I mean, I still sweat Lane Kiffin now. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think he could have done, I think he could have been more successful if he stayed at Tennessee, he stayed at Tennessee. than going to. Yeah, yeah, I think he should. I, I just think he should have too. I understood yeah. him taking the USC job because that was, that's where he came from. It was his dream job. So I totally understood him taking that job. Mm-hmm. Well, so I was like, hey, man, he took, I'm like, hey, man, he took his dream job. I'm not mad at You can get mad at him taking his dream job. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were upset. They were highly upset. They, they weren't hearing me. They weren't hearing none of that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, you could say they pretty much got the uh, the clean cut uh, Wayne Kiffin now. Same, you know, yeah. the visor vibe, the uh, offensive right. guru scheme vibe. Um I mean, he played Florida really close that year too. When they had no business playing Florida close yeah. either, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, dude! Like they they took every team down to the wire. It seemed. Yeah. I think they finished six and six that year. But I mean, the point it didn't feel like that. Yeah, yeah, the point differential was crazy. Um, yeah, but I mean, do you see any? I don't know. Like, how successful successful do you think Lincoln Riley can be? Because even though they pretty much had a dud in there um, at USC coaching for the past couple of years. Um, yeah, which is Georgia Southern's new head coach now. I can't think of his name. Oh, that's where Clay went. Good for Clay. Yeah, Clay Helton. That's right. 
Uh, but I mean, we've seen Sark, we've seen Kiffin, which uh, I mean, Sark wasn't giving it his all, we could say, at USC. So, uh, yeah, that's, um, a fair way to put it. that's a fair way to put it. I mean, something's been holding USC back since the Pete Carroll days. Um, I mean, what is it? They were chasing that old thing, man. Like everybody they hired came from the Pete Carroll tree. They're like, oh, we're going to get the Pete Carroll thing back. Like, yeah. They kept hiring, they kept re- retreading that same order. So I like Lincoln Riley hired because, like, okay, let's go outside the box a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. See, somebody who hasn't been in this program, hasn't been ingrained in this USC program nonsense. Like, USC's always seemed super traditional in terms of how they want to play football, you know? Yeah. Even as the game changed, they just stayed with the same pro style. One back. You know, like, it's like, yo, the yeah. game, the game's moving away from that. Like, so I feel like this is them coming into the modern era of football and trying to make a splashy higher. I think, I mean, Riley's obviously a great recruiter. He'll keep guys in state. Like, they've been losing guys everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. Bryce Young is an example. They had some running backs from uh, all those matter die guys, matter day guys are going out of state, which is just unacceptable. Yeah. Um, I mean, not just Bryce Thibodeau, Young. The- we, I mean, we've been plucking guys like, uh, right. Ever since, I mean, freaking. Blake Bortles was the uh, – not Blake Bortles. What did I think? That Blake dude who was a bust that ended up transferring to USF. Like, he was kind of like our first big QB prospect that we plucked out of Cali, and we just keep plucking yeah. him ever since. Yeah. Um, Thibodeau, the defensive uh, player for Oregon, is from California. You mm-hmm. know, like, lose, he was number one recruit out of the state. USC is not supposed to lose those guys. They're just yeah. not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? USB is supposed to get all those guys. So I think Lincoln Riley can bring that back. So at the very least, their recruiting can get back to where it should be in state. And if you recruit Cal, if you recruit in state and you got a modern offense, that's a problem immediately for USC. Like there's there's not much you're gonna be able to do with that because Cali's such a hotbed for college football talent. Um, so I do feel like I think I like this hire a lot. I like this hire. I think it fits. I think Lincoln Riley gives me California personality vibes big, just because he's like big avocado toast guy. He's, he's for sure. He's like one. what he's. Yeah, he's what thirty eight, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I do, I do wonder how badly the alumni base there wants to, the booster base there wants it though. That's the real question. Because in well, Norman, I mean, Oklahoma, able to show out about, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's true. In Norman, Oklahoma, they want it all, staff, mm-hmm. everything. But also, the money travels further than Norman, right? I was just to um, Bomani and Spencer all talk about this yesterday. Like the money in Norman, Oklahoma travels further than it does in California. Like. The assistant yeah. there might be end up sharing at my end up having to share a bedroom, you know, like you yeah. having to share, um, have roommates, stuff like that, which is going to be a lot different than it was. But they also have a little more uh freedom because I mean, everybody in California isn't going to care about USC, right? You can move around a little better, yeah. In Norman, you move around, everybody's going to know where you're at, where you mm-hmm. on, what you're doing. Um, so I think that helps. And with the NIL rules, you can use guys in Cali, they build Cali connections, you like you can build Cali connections early if you want to mm-hmm. act, do whatever, you know, they can get all kind of stuff out there so i think i think it's a good hire i like the hire because yeah. I, I like lincoln i like lincoln riley though um i think I, Riley's a good co- a good coach i do too i think it was a good hire i think it was a good choice yeah. on lincoln riley's part and i do agree with you i think the bulk of the decision made was all the incentives that were given and the recruiting right. pipelines but right but i will to be say the homer guy i think there is i mean i do want to say i think a part of it is yeah. oh i don't want to go into the sec like because there was going to have to be some rebuilding there he wasn't going to jump into the sec yeah. with like a bunch of success and i don't think he wants to rebuild again and i think he's kind of pissed off that he doesn't have like a set qb i don't know i think the qb battle made him oh yeah too. that didn't help <laughs> that didn't help at all um yeah but i i, I will say that i think that there is an element of look 
there's like 33 coaches down in that conference. I don't feel like dealing with that every year. Like, yeah. I don't want to deal with that either. It's just too much. Like somebody in the SEC who's not a bad coach is going to look like a bad coach because it's too much. It's too many teams. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and you don't want to be that one. Look, it's like, look, like, like, look, I got NFL teams that are interested in me. I got every college team that wants it. I'll, I'll stay. I'll go over here. Try this, yeah. try this thing over here, you know. And I don't blame yeah. it. Like, I do think it's an element of that. I don't think it's a necessarily scary thing, but I think it's like it's a risk, risk management, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's more risk management. Um, because the risk of going to the SEC and then suddenly you like you're not a good coach, um, is is very high. And then that derails your entire career. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. for years. Like, look at David Shaw. David Shaw was the NFL prospect, uh, coaching prospect for years, and he kept staying at Stanford, and I was like, ah. You just yeah. you just stay at Stanford, bro. It's yeah. Cool. It's well, now and now everybody's like, I mean, I don't think David Shaw might have much long. Well, uh, it depends on. I don't think Stanford really cares much about their football program, but uh, yeah, I feel like they. I feel like their program knows there. who they are. Yeah, I feel like their program knows who they are. They appreciate the uh success they had with Harbaugh, but uh, you know what? This is who we are. We're good. Yeah. Hey, shout you out to David Shaw me. though. I I love that he stuck to it though. Uh, it's, it's the same. Fact. Just like you said, single back. We're gonna play pro style, <laughs> and we're gonna try to run it down your throat. <laughs> Look, yeah, I feel like if you're a program with high academic standards, except for, unless you have like a national TV deal, like Notre Dame does, you just gotta have a gimmick. You just yeah. gotta have a gimmick. Just <laughs> exactly. stick to that. <laughs> You know, you gotta have some type of gimmick and just yeah. this is what we were gonna be. <laughs> and this, we'll see how far we get with it. Might make a rose bowl or two, but you know what? This is who we are. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Sounds like our pro team we're gonna have one day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is what we do, better yeah. or worse. This is the best we got, man. Yes. <laughs> and we're gonna make um, waves with it. You know, it did surprise me at James Franklin to stay at Penn State. I thought somebody was gonna try and snatch him up. I really yeah. did. But my man just my man's just holding it down. He's he going to find a way to – does anyone lose more weird games than James Franklin? Or participate in more weird games than James Franklin? Um, that man's like the king of weird games that don't make sense. Yeah, I would say um, – And not having a quarterback ever. Scott, I would say Scott Frost now. You'd have to throw him in that mix. Oh, yeah. 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 How many – Didn't Nebraska have like a one, loss, one point – one... They had like a minus one point differential or something. So, something in ridiculous. conference – so, I think in conference play – it's a minus two point differential. And then if you take uh, out of conference and conference and bi- combine them all together through regular season, uh, they have a plus uh, three or something like that point differential, I believe. I may be wrong. So That's a torturous season. Yeah. That's a real yeah. torturous season. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm not a bad coach. I know I'm not. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's um, yeah, real Dan Campbell vibes over there. <laughs> it is. It yeah. is Dan Campbell energy. You know, yeah. they got to bite those kneecaps, man. Exactly. Keep biting kneecaps, man. <laughs> Just keep going at them. That's right. That's right. Uh, so you want to get to these games a little bit, or do you have more? Do we have more coaching stuff to talk about? Oh, uh, Florida hired a coach. Yeah, I, I was going to say, uh, whoa, man. So uh, I don't know if he's Sorry. older or younger. Uh, brother of LaGrange High School head coach, uh, Matt Napier. His brother Billy Napier is now at Florida. Wait, really? Yes. Yeah. I didn't dude, know that. Talked, I told you, bro. That's all we need to. Uh, I'm gonna cut this. We need to get more in with Edie so we can get Matt on the show, and then we can get <laughs> Matt, and then we can get Billy. That's a fact. That's a fact. No, you right. I said you're that right. when I said that to you like right before Edie came oh, on our show last. I remember year. that now. I remember that now. Actually, yeah. 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 That's wild. So we need um, to work work yeah, our way no, back, back in there. Right. Right. Okay. So we back live. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know much about Napier, but I know they said the word program with the U. Ah, yes. So he's got something. 
Yeah. He's got something there. He clearly understands his base, his mm-hmm. market, and that that's goes a long way. Um you, it's good for Florida to get away from the Nick Saban tree because that hadn't worked out for them. Uh oh, is he on the Saban tree? Yes. Oh. Well, yeah. never mind then. <laughs> okay, does he believe in recruiting during the season? Yes. Okay, well, you know what? He's been Dan Mullen already. Goddamn beat. Yeah. <laughs> um, that job. So, okay, so I don't think Dan, this is off I don't think Dan Mullen is a bad coach. I just think that job swallowed him. Like no, the magnitude I, of that job swallowed him. Dan, if you're out there, buddy, if you're listening, please come be OC at Alabama for a couple of years, man. <laughs> Kick Bill O'Brien out, please, for the love of God, and let's get Dan Mullen in there. Billy OB is terrible. Bro. He's so bad. I don't understand it. He just He's wants so to throw it, this. man. He's just and then <laughs> and I think too when he decides to run, it's like, okay, you know, Saban's already been in, in his ear. He's already, you know, yeah. heard it all through. And then yeah. so he's like, Oh, you want to run it? We'll run it then. And he'll run it three times in a row for you know zero yards. But he's like, see, I'll show you, we'll run it. And then he gets nowhere. He's like, see what happens when you run it. It's like, no, Bill, you're just doing it wrong. Now, Bill got me in Madden Energy where it's like, I might run the ball in the first two plays. If I get negative yards, I'm throwing – I might throw yes. for 10 plays straight. I'm like, ah, yes. wait, I should run the ball again. <laughs> yeah. I have a good running back. Let me let me try running play again. Yeah. See, but the he thing is got, though, uh, video game energy. Yeah, and it's not like this is the first time Nick is having to have this conversation with his OC. This began two yes. OCs ago with Lane. But the thing right. was, we were very successful, though, in the passing. With I mean, at right. least Lane right. and Sark were drawing up schemes that work. Yes. Lane had yeah. schemes where it was a touchdown before the ball was thrown. Lane, yes. knew he was, Lane was like, yep, that's six points right there. Yeah. Before the ball was even in the air. You know what I'm saying? I, I do want to uh, slide this in, though, because I've had this thought throughout – this whole season and we haven't recorded. So I haven't been able to express this thought. Um, and I think it's become more clear now it does. Uh, it, you could say it's a little bit uh, incomparable because it is two different OCs, but I think we're learning this year. And I've definitely learned Devonte Smith was so deserving of that Heisman last year because oh, for sure. it, and I, I'm, we are blessed still in this uh, wide receiver uh, room at Alabama and have tons of talent that we could just like spit out. We're going to see a lot of new guys uh, or a lot of fresh faces, I think, uh, even on Saturday, getting to uh, show off their talent. But our guys get stagnant. Like when, you know, Bryce, uh, he keeps his eyes downfield, but like nobody was better at going and finding the football or finding his quarterback than Devontae Smith. So I want to give a huge shout out to him because uh, a lot of our games wouldn't be as close as they were this year if we still had D Smitty out there because uh, just none of our wide receivers are like, I don't know, it's just like when the play breaks down and they're done with their route, they just stop running and it's been frustrating me all year. So Thank you, D. Smitty. And I just wanted to uh, wanted to bring that to everyone's <laughs> attention. Right, right. Uh, Jordan Davis Weisman, by the way. That's one yeah. thing I in there. Yeah. yeah. You want to talk about that <laughs> for a second? Oh, we can. Um, yeah, we can. Uh, I, I just feel like this year hasn't had any real standouts on the offensive end, but we're going to force feed it to an offensive player. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? Just, just give it to Jordan Davis. That'd be awesome. Yeah. It'd be great. You I mean, know? I, I show me, I'm, show me it's not a quarterback. Show, show me it's not offensive player of the year award for once, please. <laughs> well, I think we're kind of done with that. I, I think the NCAA is like, wait, y'all are still asking us to prove this. I thought we've already proved this already that this is an offensive award. Quit, shut up. It's like, quit asking yeah, like, us. They're, they're, we're not they're definitely determined. 
They definitely determine. I think Jordan Davis is um, well, like more than deserving of it. Um, If I had to rank him, yeah, I'll put him number one. I think Bryce still stays at number one, and they could be lost on Saturday. But um, I, I think he's. I, I just want to make the case for Bryce. I think he does deserve yeah, it because there's no way, like, just like I said, um, if we had D. Smitty on the team, we would, you know, these loss, we wouldn't have the loss against Texas A and M, and these games wouldn't be right. as close. But if we didn't have Bryce at our as our QB, we'd have at least three or four losses for sure. He's bailed us yeah. out a lot. Um, and he's impressed me a lot. He's uh, too. He's grown into that job very well. Cause like around the A and M game, I was I was kind of iffy. I'm like, I don't see it yet. I'm still like, I yeah. see it at times, but I don't see it fully yet. But I think he's really grown into that job. And I think it's part of the balance of expectations. Whereas like Tua like a world beater from jump, um, Mac Jones like a world beater uh, mm-hmm. when he got the job, you know. But I guess I feel like fire offensive firepower is probably a little stronger for those guys too. Like mm-hmm. judging by, but I like Messi's really good. Um, yeah, Jameson Williams. Yeah, Jam- yeah, he's he's really good, but they they haven't hit the the Devonta Smith, Jalen yeah. Waddle tier yet, and that's no, okay. That's not bad. <laughs> you yeah. know, what I'm saying? it's just it just feels like a step down for Alabama. But Bryce, he stayed very composed in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, that team, Alabama, it's like. They're a little over their heads right now. I don't know. It's like they're playing no, over their heads a little bit. We are. You know what I'm saying? We are. Yeah. yeah. Like we shouldn't be here. I mean. Uh, okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 And I think that's why Saban, that's what Saban has been preaching all year. Like nobody knows like if he's got a good team or not better than Saban. I mean, because, <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. So he can compare from every spring training, every summer off program training and everything he can compare. So Saban already knows, look, these guys right now, they're just not there yet, or they're just not it, you know? Right, uh, and right. so I think, like, I think it's been genuine frustration that's been mounting for years for Saban, and that's why he's, like, letting all this out now. But I think also, too, mm-hmm. like, he just sees all the expectations being thrown on this team. And it's really unfair because it is a very young team. We lost a whole lot of uh, talent last year. Um, right. Like, I mean, dude, right. our best defensive player is a true sophomore. Um Right. And you could say he's deserving of the Heisman. Um, wh- Dang, man, why, do, why am I forgetting his name? Help me. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not, you know, I'm not. You, you should know this, man. Uh, oh, Will Anderson. Yeah, Will Anderson. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, so, yeah, um, it's really unfair expectations on us. I had Georgia winning the national championship this year. Um, I think you I had did. it. Yeah, I, I questioned it because of Kirby and George's entire history since I've yeah. been alive. But you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, somebody so, got if they if Georgia can't win it this year, bro. If they can't win it this year, they're never gonna do it at this thank, point. Thank you. I would. I'm. I'm glad you said that because I was just about to flip the script and let's say, hey guys, let's stop making this uh, Saturday or myth this year about oh Alabama's finally going down. No, this should be hey UGA poop or get off the pot, bro, because you will Honestly. never have a better chance than winning this year. And if you screw it up this year, blow up the entire program or just quit, like just stop. There is because you're not gonna have a better potentially- chance. There's potentially no Clemson, no Ohio State, no Oklahoma. There, well, there's no Clemson. There's no Ohio State. Potentially no Alabama, no Oklahoma. Those are teams that have been in the playoffs like every year. Yeah. They're always there. Some combination of the three. <laughs> None of them are there. 
and they have the most <laughs> dominant like defense ever in history. Yes, and literally, um, yes, yeah. So they, better than bro, they're so good. They're not even flashy. Miami. They're so good. They're not even flashy. It's just three and outs all day. Yes. It's not even like a flashy. It's not even like oh a bunch of holidays. It's just now nah, you're just going three and out, bro. Like yes. we don't do that much. You you just don't get. You just don't. You just punt. That's exactly. all. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Look so at that potential playoff with 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 a combination of Cincinnati and Michigan, bro. Mm-hmm. And then maybe Oklahoma State. There's there's no excuse this year if they get through Saturday. I, I I do think that that if uh Michigan and, and Georgia end up seeing each other, I think that's gonna be a very interesting matchup. I'm not saying Michigan's yeah. gonna win, but I would like to see. I think Josh Gaddis um can draw up some schemes i think that defense for michigan can shut down that georgia offense um yeah and make yeah. stetson really uncomfortable uh if they can do that with right. cj stroud i think they can definitely do that against stetson that's a great and point. uh yeah so and i think uh michigan's offense uh mcnamara their qb uh josh gaddis the oc like i think they could they could make it a really good game and i think they they do pose the biggest threat against georgia yeah um I want to like the thing with this. Um, I'll tell you why I don't want Georgia to win this year. Yeah, go ahead. Because uh, this, I, I think you're about to lead into yeah. another topic I wanted to get onto. So go okay, ahead. I don't want. I don't in 2021. We've come so far in college football and football in general that I just don't want a quarterback, respectfully, on the caliber of Stetson Bennett to be rewarded. I don't want. I want people thinking that's the way to win championships anymore. I don't want that anymore. Aww. I left the era. I don't want. To, I don't want the era back. I don't want that era back. I just don't. I'm sorry. I don't want the 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 mediocre quarterback era of college football to come back to me. Please. Yeah. I wanted it gone forever. I want. I want the draft picks. I, <laughs> sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'll actually give it to him. I'll actually give it to him. Now I haven't watched that much Georgia this year, but. So I didn't watch them at all last year. So when everybody was yeah. talking about Stetson Bennett, I actually did watch him a little bit. Um, I did too. And I was like, this is y'all excited about this. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but I watched him a little bit this year and the little bit that I did watch, I actually was impressed with him. I'm not saying like, Oh, this guy was great. He was just better than I thought he was. Um, and I, I I don't know. He's actually a little bit more exciting. Like he can throw on the run. Uh, he can move out mm-hmm. of the pocket pretty well. Um, so I would say, I wouldn't say he's mediocre. Um, and I am kind of impressed that he's been able to do this too. Uh, I don't know, like the walk on he's like five eleven, isn't he? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, the dude does not look like he belongs on a football field. He is clearly he the smallest dude out there. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of impressive to me. I like watching that. It's like, this dude should not be out here, but just watching him like, <laughs> scramble around all these guys he's just able to get under them like it's kind of fun to watch but short short quarterback scrambles always look funny always look yeah. more fun i don't yes. know why this always look exciting but like, look at him getting away from everybody <laughs> just being frustrating yeah so annoying but yeah yeah i just i feel like we've i put because kirby still got the real 20 20 2009 nick Saban vibes and with where we're just gonna have uh uh greg mcelroy at quarterback and just make it work you know he's got that energy and I like the new Nick Saban energy. I like the we got a five star quarterback with the superpower, <laughs> super powered offense. I like yeah. that energy yeah. more. <laughs> I just do. I'm sorry. It's it's probably am, am I right? I won't say I'm right. It's just my personal preference. Mm-hmm. This is what I. This is my preference. All right. This is my yeah. truth. I just want no, to I'll, my truth. <laughs> I'll take this uh, Saban and this offense or scheme any day over them. What we had ten years ago or yeah. five years yeah. ago, or yeah, but um. Oh, where I thought you were going with that on the Georgia thing, though, why you didn't want to see them win. 
we we're both in agreement that the two fan bases we probably hate the most in college football is like Georgia and Auburn, right? Yeah, I'm not, uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. That's they're, a recurring, sure. yeah. recurring yeah. like subject that for comes sure. up between us. Yeah, um, yeah. For I, sure. I, I right now I want to give a clap, a pat on the back, a tip of the cap to Georgia fans, and I want to give a congratulations to the Auburn fans as well because there has been a shift in the power rankings. The number one most hated fan base on Levi's list is now the Auburn Tigers. So I want you, I want to give you wow. guys a congratulations. Yes. It's an amazing change. Yes. Um, can you imagine just because you may um this imagine may be different for you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, this may be Sorry. different for you. I have not seen or heard a lot coming out of this Georgia fan base this year. Uh, especially in comparison to past years when they were successful and on the track to making it to a playoff yeah. or a national championship bid. Um, can you imagine how absolutely annoying and egregious and uh, insane this Auburn Tiger fan base would be if they had the record that Georgia did right now oh and the God. defensive mum- numbers that they oh have right God. now and That's Stetson terrifying. Bennett, this walk-on QB. Good God, they can't shut up enough already about Bo Nix. What do you think they would do about a Stetson Bennett on their team? Yeah, this is a good point. They good will point. not freaking shut up, bro, about, oh, we took – Alabama to four OTs. We took the number two team in the nation to four OTs. Shut up. It's a rivalry game. You blew it. It was yours to win. Shut up. Thank you, Georgia fans, for being very tolerable, being very cautiously over uh, optimistic. And I'm actually pulling for y'all a little bit this year um, just because I kind of feel so bad for y'all that it's just y'all's time. And so let's just go ahead. And it rip feels like they did. I, I can't imagine how Georgia fans would would react if they blow this. Because I feel like they're just oh, yeah. actually starting to get – I think they're just starting to actually believe a little bit. I think yeah. the way the Alabama-Auburn game went, just put a little bit of faith – inject a little bit of faith into them. Like, once I was at work, like, I don't know, I feel like we should get this Saturday. Like, it's not like they're over the top with it. It's like, I feel like we should win. Like, yeah. we should win this game Saturday, you know? Yeah. And I, I like that image. I like – this feels like they should have it. You know, yeah. they should just have it for yeah. once. Because for Georgia all you fans, insufferable Tigers – but all of you insufferable tigers out there on the plains, screw yes. y'all and shut up. Again, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna bleep out that screw y'all. That was a little harsh, but uh, yeah, that it would it would be so annoying, bro. I cannot wrap wrap my mind around that so concept. Yeah. yeah, that would be bad. That would be that, I, that would be awful. Um, I'm I'm imagining. I'm just getting scared thinking about it. How exactly, bad it would be. They'd be like, we blew out Charleston. We beat Charleston Southern forty to zero. Yeah. Huh? How about that? We would be experiencing another um, toilet paper uh, shortage crisis uh, throughout the southeast oh or in it'd our area. Bad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It'd be it'd be bad to be toilet yeah. paper everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> um. We have other <laughs> these other two conference championships, man. So can I declare this college football year as like no one's actually really good except for like. Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> I mean, I'll give yeah. it to Georgia. Yeah, they're just head and shoulders yeah. above everybody. Yeah. It's like it's like the, the definition of this season is everybody I right. mm-hmm. like we I right, you know, I don't I don't know because you know it's so bad at Michigan. Jim Harbaugh should have got apparently should have got lifted on the shoulders of his team for beating Ohio State, which is like part of your job to beat Ohio State once every more than once every seven years, or whatever his record was. <laughs> yeah. Um 
I mean, Jim Harbaugh turned into uh, Georgia for me there where I was happy for him. I'm like, hey, you know what? Y'all do you. Y'all celebrate how y'all want to. I know y'all been waiting for this for a while. (laughs) Just go ham. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was cheering for that record to get like 0 and 10. I want to see how long Michigan fans could go before they decide Jamar was in the future. I want to see how bad it could get. I really did. I really want to see if it can get to 10, to 10 losses. It probably would have too. I feel like yeah, yeah. This was yeah. this was the one. This was the one. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like none of the. I mean, Michigan's there, but like the program that really bring in the numbers aren't here. Mm-hmm. You know, I might not be here if I'm lose Saturday. They're gone. You don't have Ohio State. You don't have Oklahoma. You got Oklahoma's cousin. Um, his less successful, more issue having cousin. Um, you got you know the you got poverty cousin. Yeah, the yeah, pretty much. Uh, you got Cincinnati in there, which is like, yeah. this, you know, my problem with people who are like Cincinnati doesn't deserve to be there because they'll get blown out. I'm like, what four seed doesn't get blown out? Yeah, they all get smoked. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's give them, let them go up there and get smoked like everybody else. It's no, yeah, it's no big deal. We've seen a lot of. Uh, Power five programs be at the four seed and get ran over. Mm-hmm. You know, Alabama's nicer to them. Alabama disrespectfully blows them out. Yeah. Like, we start running the ball the, in the third quarter. Yeah. Like, same plays four seed. Like, ah, we'll get the 24. We'll call it a game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got the 24 on Michigan State. You got the 24 on Washington. Like, ah, we're good. It was yeah. the second half of just nothing. Like, let's, let's let them, let them live. Let them live. <laughs> you know, like, this get respectful, respectfully blown out. That's how they get smoked. It just depends. Like, yeah. Four seeds never matter. So just let Cincinnati get in there, get their little shine if they, if they get through Saturday. Let them get their little shine. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we could have Notre Dame in there, which would be really funny. I think my favorite part of Brian Kelly's yeah. speech is that y'all deserve to be in the college football playoff. Yes. Yeah. I'm actually pulling for Notre Dame uh, to make it. So, uh, and I know for them that, I mean, I know Alabama has to lose, which I'm anticipating yeah. on that for them to right, make right. it. But yes, I would love that storyline uh, of them. Yeah. yeah. Winning it. Yeah. It'd be cool. Um, I want to see, uh, you know, it's a, the conference championship game weekend is strange because we have a Wake Forest at Pittsburgh game in the ACC championship, which is like, can they play that Friday at like 12 p.m. on Friday? Just mm-hmm. to get that. Because I, I think that's like a, because the ACC is always in, in the eight o'clock spot. And who wants to watch that? No. You trying to watch that? No. Okay. But do I, I ever really sure. watch the ACC championship? No. That's a good point. I mean, when that's was the last point. time they had a good matchup in the ACC championship? Hey, Clemson and Duke was a classic. Was it? I don't remember that. No, it wasn't a classic. <laughs> yeah, I, think so. <laughs> I just made that up. Um, hey, um, do you want to filibuster or do you want me to pause yeah, I got this you. for a second? I got to pee. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I think I Are can you going to filibuster? I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Yeah, I'll let you know for an odd ideas. All right, bet. I'll tell you what I'm Yeah. Um, like, yeah, these, these conference championship games are very, I'm so unintrigued by half of the schedule. Cincinnati Houston sounds fun just because, you know, the AAC can get fun sometimes. Michigan, Iowa. Um, what's your over under for Michigan, Iowa, y'all? I, I feel like 17 points might be asking for a lot. And I mean, 17 points total. Like, that might be asking for way too much from that game. It, it really, it really might be just a big request. Um, Oklahoma State and Baylor. Oklahoma State blowing their perfect chance to make the playoff would just be such an Oklahoma State thing to do. You know, you're finally here. You beat Oklahoma, which rarely happens. Like, it, <laughs> like if they manage to not win that game Saturday and lose to Baylor, and then they're not in the playoff, and the Big 12 the playoff team again, like, that would just be just a chef's kiss on on the Big 12 as it prepares to die very soon. Um, 
Oregon, Utah, Friday night. The Pac-12 championships always – I think the Friday night spot for the Pac-12 championship always adds something to it for me. I don't know why. But I like the Friday night. I like a little bit of Friday football there with the Pac-12. Um, they're also not going to be a playoff again once one more time. And he's back. Yes. Um, I was just running through the championship. No, nah, not really. I I did ask um, is I how many points do you think will be scored in Michigan? I said I don't think 17 points will be scored in Michigan, Iowa, when I meant 17 points total. Ooh. I think more points will be scored than that. So I would not you I was not scoring them. I would not score points. That's yeah, I don't have them scoring. Good. I got Michigan getting like points. 24. Okay, that's 24. Nice. I feel like every time I see Iowa in the championship game, it's some it's some terrible like energy. It's just awful. Yeah. It's like a 7-0 game. And they yeah. may have scored, they may have like a 90-yard drive to end it mm-hmm. where they threw the ball one time and it was it was a screen pass. And then the rest was just runs up the middle yeah. or something. You could almost I, compare I, the uh, energy to a children's hospital. Um, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> I'll cut that. Bad comparison, <laughs> bad joke. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know what to do, do with that. I didn't know what to do with that. I was after I said that, I was like, I could have probably made that say said that better, like funnier. I was like, <laughs> you just delivered it like that. Yeah, you just dropped it like, oh wait. <laughs> The, I will say, you know what? Gus Johnson's calling that game, so that helps. Oh, yeah, that does. That does. You know, he can make anything exciting. The punt! Yeah. Oh, he put it in 20 yards! Like, it'd be real It'd be real intriguing. The punt's going to be real exciting. Yeah, they get he gets so overhyped, they miss key details of the game. <laughs> That's going on. Oh, you're not getting real analysis of Gus Johnson's game. No. You're not getting anything. Not with any gonna, of that crew. No, no. It's going to be like it's yelling and excitement. It's like, all right, this, that, that works. That, that yeah. fits. Yeah, yeah, it's real. It's real. Charlotte Hornets broadcast energy. Yes, yes. You know, with less homerism, but you know, it counts. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I, I did say if Oklahoma State manages to not um, win this game and miss the playoff, that would just be the chef's kiss on the death of the Big Twelve. Yeah, like, that would just <laughs> imagine yes. not getting my playoff team. <laughs> that would just ah, this mm-hmm. this beautiful chef's kiss. <laughs> Uh, if yeah, I were uh, that, if I were the Big Twelve, I'd be calling up uh, Scott Frost right now. Be like, "Hey, you still trying to get out? You're trying to come back?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you the Big Twelve's got to do something, and they don't seem to uh, really do. care about existing. So, <laughs> no, they they really don't. They yeah. really seem to just be like, ah, you know, we'll figure it out. <laughs> seven it's teams, like, just seven teams, make it work. It's like every time one of their schools tells them like. Hey, uh, we're thinking about leaving the conference. It's like, oh, wait, no, please don't, don't go. Yeah, don't, don't, go. Like, <laughs> don't go. No, we have don't. chips. We have chips. Would you yeah. like chips? Yeah. What kind of chips would you like? Like, they just offer the bare minimum. Yeah. To the franchise. It's like, hey, man, I got these rodeo tickets. I can get you for free. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, this could be a year that. The group of five schools just dominate the the New Year's Day game bowl games. Yeah, yeah. Like Pittsburgh Wake Forest in the Orange Bowl. You know they're beatable. It's a winnable game for group yeah. five. <laughs> you know what I'm saying Baylor, Oklahoma. Uh, you know Baylor wins. Baylor in the cotton in the Cotton Bowl. You sneak that. You you can yeah. break, you can workshop that. You no know, Alabama non non uh, championship bowl game. Alabama is 
We, bro, we don't play bowl games, bro. We ain't here for your bowl trophies. The only one I feel like Alabama tries in is the Capital One Bowl. For some reason. Yeah. They and, get real and, motivated for that one. I don't know what it is there. <laughs> I, it just may be the warm weather or the fact that they just give us, like, teams that shouldn't even be on the same field with us. Yeah, um, yeah. And they easy to ran off the building, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Sugar Bowl, Alabama, you know. Mm-mm. That's not the Alabama. That's not the real Alabama. No, <laughs> we we brought a lot of Big Twelve schools back just off beating them. Thought a lot yeah. of things were, were about to change. We thought Texas was back the other year when they beat Georgia. Yeah, and it calls yeah. that charity work. That's what we do for uh, for the Big Twelve. <laughs> Let them feel good about themselves. Are the Pac twelve with Utah? Are they yeah. in Pac twelve yet? Were they? Were they in the Pac twelve then? I no no they were. That's a good. I don't think I don't think they were. No. Yeah, there's a yeah. group. There's a generation of kids that don't know Utah wasn't always in the Pac twelve, and that depresses me. That was NCAA... or Utah. Yeah. Wait, what? Urban oh, yeah. When they were in Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Louisville wasn't in the ACC when they beat Florida that year. Ooh. They got Teddy Bridgewater drafted. Charlie Strong, yeah. Louisville. Were they in the American? Yeah, I think or... so. Okay. Something. Or they did were the Big something. East still uh, live? No, it may have been Big East. The Big East mm. still was a I forgot the Big East was a conference. Yeah. For football, they had football teams in there. Yeah, do they <laughs> even really have did. football anymore? Did they go like nah, they, some other schools for just, football? I think it's exclusively a basketball conference. All it's a good basketball conference. <laughs> yeah, I think all the all they moved to the AAC. I think is what happened. I believe that's yeah. what went down. But yeah, oh. um, I think that's how that went. But yeah, the you know the group five they could they could do some things this year. Make mm-hmm. things happen. You know, I hope it'd be fun. It'd be interesting. Yeah, you know, see yeah. how many lives we can tell. Uh, so outside of Georgia, Alabama, are you excited for any of these other games? Like, are you gonna like tune in for any of the other ones? Um, no, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I, I might watch Oregon and Utah tomorrow night. So oh yeah, back to I'll Friday bet on night. that. I don't know the hits. Yeah, yeah, I'll that might be the one that. I watch. I probably watch a half of Oklahoma State and Baylor because it sounds like it get kind of chaotic. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch like a little bit uh, of Michigan for sure, just to see if that was a fluke last week. See I'll what kind of energy the, they're bringing in. Yeah, I'll turn into the fourth quarter because I can't handle too much Big Big Ten Iowa football. It's just yeah, it's they make everybody play like them, and I just I can't deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do too much of that. That's true. But yeah, um, Georgia Alabama. Do you expect? I mean, I don't think anyone really expects Alabama to get blown out. Like Alabama's gonna fight, but do you think how close do you think the game is? The spread, the spread is six and a half, I think. Yeah. So if I'm, if I were putting money on this, I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm taking Georgia uh, on the spread too. I, I think it's going to be at least two scores, but I can, for I can really see it, um, us getting blown out. I mean, I really can, uh, and that's just with our struggles at the offensive line. I mean, our weakest point of our of our team um, is going up against the strongest front like ever in the history of college football. Yeah. So they can just pretty much eat our lunch uh, all night. Bryce Young isn't yeah. that tall. So it's going to be hard to see over those like six, nine <laughs> defensive line right. that Georgia has. <laughs> uh, so I think right. it can get really ugly, really quick. Um, and I think it's a mix between it's Alabama and it's Georgia. So we know what Al- Alabama can do and we know what Georgia usually does in these moments, but right. I think Georgia is going to be like super motivated. Um, now I'll say this, it's going to be, I think it's going to be closer than what I thought it was going to be. Like if you would have asked me a week ago before the iron bowl, um, even yeah. though the iron bowl for everybody was like, Oh, 
this exposed Alabama right here. To me, I was like, oh, we're actually a little bit better than I thought we were, or we're actually – I don't know. That really impressed me that we were able to still like we had a very uh, dominant defensive performance um, and we really just kept beating ourselves. And yet we were still able to win. So if you like pretty much beat yourself up all game and kind of like the refs like aren't helping you out either and you can still pull that off. And I think it's a good moral um, boost for Alabama going in. I say all that to say I'd still take out, you know, Georgia on the spread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of – I'm with you because it feels like – I was talking networking. Like, it feels like Alabama's getting a lot of credit, but it's reputation-based, which is an earned reputation. Yeah. But just looking at the individual year, it's like they've struggled in spots that have been weird. Like, that Arkansas game was weird. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It was like okay, they handled Arkansas, then they weren't handling Arkansas anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the Armour game was interesting, but they couldn't – just couldn't get offense going for half the game. And then Jake yeah. Hurst decided to copy their formula on Sunday. Um, that was, that was, you know, it was nice for him just copy, just let Nick Saban not feel long yeah. on Sunday. Um, except <laughs> then Jalen Rieger showed up. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting off into other things. Hey, you, Jalen Rieger. Um, I'm sorry. I'm back. <clears throat> Had to get that out. <clears throat> Woo. Okay. I'm good. Um, but it does feel like a lot of his reputation based for Alabama this year and why people are giving him a chance and reputation based for Georgia, why people don't believe Georgia can do it. And right. I understand both sides of it because it's hard to, I can't. Like you, even I, even I think Georgia has the edge. I can't say they're gonna get it's seeing Alabama get blown out, just doesn't register in my mind. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like some they'll compete somehow, right? Like, mm-hmm. but realistically, they should kind of get smoked, mm-hmm. you know, they should kind of get smoked out of here out here Saturday, yeah. But it's hard for me to just see that happening. I feel like, and part of me does wonder if the Saban and Curry matchup is based around them knowing each other so well, where they can just scheme the other one a little mm-hmm. bit, mm-hmm. and it might come down to mistakes or talent. If mm-hmm. it comes down to talent, Georgia's going to have it just because <clears> their <throat> defense is just too good. If yeah. it comes down to mistakes, say I think Nick Saban's going to have the edge in that because Kirby's been known to do stupid things. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be the first time he did something stupid. So, um, but yeah, I think that's really what it comes down to. With the, That's what it seemed to come out to with the other years with these two guys. Like, even when I didn't think Georgia, we didn't think Georgia had the offensive firepower to match up. Like, um, who's the quarterback they had the other year? From. From. Yeah. Yeah. Had his best looking games as a quarterback against Alabama. Like, yeah, like who is this? Who this isn't the same person, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they seem to have a way to know each other and know what the other guy wants and then know the weaknesses of each other because they've been around each other so long. So I think yeah. that coaching matchup, if, if it's able to come down to that over talent, I'm gonna give that as Alabama. But I think that's I, it's hard for me to just pick against flat out talent and yeah. one of the best defenses we've ever seen. So I have to edge Alabama, uh Georgia here. I have to yeah, I think yeah, they I, end up winning. I think it'll be close, but I think the fourth quarter they might, you know, go about 10. And then it's just a late ten point lead. Does be too much for Alabama to overcome? Yeah, Something like that maybe. Yeah. Um, to expound on our third uh, quarter stretch, maybe a third quarter stretch that kind of puts it out of reach. I'll say that. Okay. Um, yeah. I I would say uh, to expound on like the scenarios for me, how I'm thinking. I'm not so if Georgia pulls off a blowout, it's not because their offense kept driving on Alabama and was successful on a lot of their possessions. It's because the Georgia defense came in, got a couple of pick sixes, uh, kept Mm. Alabama deep inside their own territory and just pretty much stayed around. Like, I I mean, I can see Georgia starting a lot of their possessions out, like right around midfield, getting excellent field position all day, just field goal, field goal, touchdown. um, And then, help with some defensive turnovers, maybe a special teams uh, block punt too. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the only way I see them getting a blowout. Now for Alabama to win or keep it really close, 
Uh, we're fine. It seems like our defense is finally there. Um, and it took way too freaking long. But um, yeah, I think yeah. Will Anderson and them, they're going to be a problem. And this is definitely going to be the best defense that Georgia has seen. So uh, yeah, I mean, Alabama is going to just have to capitalize in the, uh, every way they can. And they're definitely going to have to uh, force a lot of turnovers um, for Georgia, which is something that Georgia hasn't done all year. They've been very safe with the ball. But getting into how Kirby and Saban scheme up against each other, you're correct on that. And that's how uh, Georgia was almost able to beat Alabama. It was pretty much like Alabama's secondary that year was our weakest link. So right. <clears throat> especially when it came to uh, us sitting back in zone coverage. Um, so what did what did Kirby do? my man just slanted them to death. Like he just yeah. threw slant, slant, slant out. Like, and so I kind of anticipate that. Um, but I'm going to give some of my keys. I think what Alabama has to do to win. Uh, number one, if we're going to be successful on offense, we have to utilize the two minute drill. We got to start out the game running the two minute drill. I want us to see, I want to see hurry up offense. Like at least 50% of the possessions. Cause that's where right. Bryce Young is best. And I think like, that's where our pretty much our best plays are in or like in these two minute drills, uh, it seems. And then we're going to have to utilize like weapons we haven't used all year. Like I think our best wide receiver on our team hasn't even played yet this year, which is like uh, Jaya mm. Hall. <clears throat> I don't know why he hasn't played yet. It's been huge speculation since the season has started as to why it's discipline issues. I don't know. Nick Saban hasn't really expounded upon it, but if we really want to go after it and put our morals to the side with whatever he did, put a Jaya <laughs> out there, uh, give us a spark. And we got other guys, like I go down the list who are like that, who just haven't seen field time. And then uh, yeah. like my third key and final key is uh, keep Stetson Bennett like in the pocket. And that's kind of yeah. hard to do when uh, our best is to rush like from um, the weak side with um, yeah. Yeah, the edge rushing with uh, Will Anderson, but I'm using Will Anderson as a spy. I'm not even rushing that much. I'm using my mm. man as a spy. Keep your eyes on Stetson Bennett. Contain. Yeah, Must and do contain, not let yeah. that man get outside of the pocket because we're good at batting down balls too. Our defensive line is. We're yeah. really big. Um, It's hard for him to see over them, uh, and he's not the most accurate passer. So, yeah, I'm keeping Stetson Bennett contained, and I'm just making him throw the ball over us. Yeah. Yeah, and that was Levi's three. I like it. To I think it'd be victory. fun. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> I think Saturday's gonna be fun, man. More I think it's gonna be an enjoyable, enjoyable game. Um, NFC championships are always, you know, I mean, it's not always a good game, but lately it's had some, it's had some decent runs. I mean, Georgia, um, I mean, Georgia have having not played it. Yeah, they haven't, they haven't played. They played a classic just about every time they played. Yes, yeah. in the in the modern era. Except you know, for regular season, you know, the past two regular season games. Yeah, regular season Alabama games are bad. Blown through them. <laughs> yeah, but when they when it comes to the playoff championship time, it gets lit. It gets really yeah. lit for everybody. You know, yeah. there's been a lot of a lot of heartbreak well, on where one would side you, of, on one side, but you know, where would you rank uh, the Georgia Alabama national championship game? Uh, in the CFP era, it's probably in the playoff areas probably i still have it right behind the clemson um alabama game the deshaun watson uh, one I mean, oh that one yeah i think but the, i think that uh 
the Alabama one, the one we won was better than that. That was Kenyon Drake having to return a, you know, kickoff. Yeah. Uh, kick, I mean, a yeah, lot of wild yeah. plays happened in that game. It did. It did. A game winning drive is always going to get some credit, though. The game winning drive with a few seconds left. Yeah. You know, they had, I think that that probably is why, like, why edge it. Um, but both those, both the both those games were crazy. Because mm-hmm. Alabama had what two crazy games and lost in the other ones. It was it. Um, yeah, because we, Blew them out in like a uh, semifinal game, semifinal, and then they blew yeah. us out in that national. Ch- which yeah. I still can't wrap my mind around the fact that that was a blowout in that national championship what happened game. To that game? Bro, that game was still confusing to me. I was texting you with five minutes left in the fourth, and yeah. I was like, I think we still have a chance. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was watching like, yo, they really like, <laughs> like they, about, they really beating the brakes off them because it started off like everybody was throwing interceptions, like two or threw a pick, Trevor threw a pick. Yeah, it was like okay, and then suddenly the, the game was over. I'm like, what? What just happened? When did, yeah, when which did I mean, occur? the real the real reason why we got blew out was because like. Tua was playing on one leg in that game, yeah. uh, and we couldn't play Jalen because Jalen had just had surgery. So we just started, right. and we're like, "Hey, Tua, yeah, it's you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Go do your best." Right. Shout out to George losing to both quarterbacks. Yeah, Shout in out. different ways. Yeah. Shout out to them for that. Imagine you got you got Jalen benched and off the bench at the same yep. time. Impressive. It's you know, great. it's a really impressive, impressive strategy. I'm sorry, Georgia. <laughs> yeah, you know what, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, Georgia. You got Saturday. Maybe it's your yeah. time. It better be because Lord I knows. think it is. I think the Braves pulled the cap off. Uh, they took the top off the net for us, man. We're fine. Anybody tell the Falcons? Anybody let the nope. Falcons know? No. Nope. Okay. I was nope. <laughs> Let's check well, it. They'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, what, this is my thing, right? I was, I was thinking that I was saying that I said Georgia needs this. Georgia fans need this because if you're a Georgia fan, you're probably a Falcons fan and you might not see this for another 10, 12 years the way the oh, Falcons yeah. are looking right now. Yeah. You know? Um, Matt Ryan might still be your quarterback with just a bunch of offensive weapons that he can't get the ball to yeah. in the offensive line, you know, but he'll have no O line, but he'll have like three Hall of Fame receivers. Yeah. And Kyle Pitts will still be out there, you know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you want to hear my yeah, you want to hear my new name for Matt Ryan? It just randomly popped in my head like two days ago. Talk to me. Matt Ramen. Oh, I see what you did there. Nah. Good there. Yeah. Yeah. What's that still need to be said? We're having noodles. <laughs> Yo, that is one thing I noticed with him, bro. It's like because his arm's never been the strongest. Yeah. But Lord knows it looks it's it looks bad. It's bad, bad, bro. It's bad, bad. Like, cause my guys having to anticipate his wide receivers, like yeah, he, he has to have the quickest anticipation time out of any QBs in the league right now yes. because he's got to, like, get it there. Like, he's got to start right. his throwing as soon as our receiver's off the line just so he right. can float it up there and get it to him on time. Exactly. It's, it's yeah. I'm like, yeah. Because I, I watched early, I'm like, is this is arm getting weaker? Because he can't yeah. afford that. Matt can't afford a weaker arm mm-hmm. at all. No. Outwards were always suspect with him. But now it's like out route. Like, oh no, don't just get out playbook, bro. This we don't even have. That. Yeah, I don't even think an out route exists. In the, uh... Yeah, they, they got rid of them. They're like, now nah, we those are done. those are done for you, Matt. We're not doing those anymore. Those are nope. those out the playbook. Um, nope. It's not. It's not Drew Brees bad, but it's it's not good. Oh yeah. Drew, oh. The end of Drew Brees was Lord have mercy. Yeah. That was he couldn't even he couldn't even do checkdowns at that point. Yeah. No, he said it physically pained him to throw the ball. Isn't that the I Bucks right? <laughs> The Bucks are out there like throw it, we'll throw one three yards. I did. I bet bitch can't throw one three yards. Yeah, bitch can't. Bitch nope. can't do it. And he was like, I can't. You nope. win. You win yeah. the bet. Made, <laughs> it made Michael Thomas quit football. <laughs> <laughs> 
we ha- we oh, haven't seen that guy since. <laughs> we really haven't. Speaking of football, um, I don't know if you saw the news today that Antonio Brown and his cohorts were suspended today. Yeah, bro, for three for, games. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like – I'm sorry. I feel like if, if this is the case, because I'm assuming it confirms that he didn't have – that he had a falsified vac- vaccine card. That's what I'm assuming yeah. they're confirming. I'm, that's what I'm assuming too, yeah. That's only three games? Only three? That's it? Oh. <laughs> It's only a three-game suspension. I mean, <laughs> I didn't think it'd card. be three because, I mean, what Aaron got one. Isn't that literal fraud? I don't think Aaron got a vaccine card. Aaron was just skirting the protocols yeah. in public. Okay, I, I didn't think about that, how that card. actually yeah. is, like, probably federal fraud or yeah, something. Isn't that, yeah, yeah, isn't this, like, a legal issue? <laughs> well, yeah. they're in Florida, so probably not. Yeah. They're in Florida, so yeah. maybe not. Because, um, yeah, you can't yeah. – I don't think I, you can, yeah, legally make them – not in Florida, at least. Yeah, yeah, no, you can't legally make anybody do anything in Florida except not have a baby. Um, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> um, I do want to give a shout out back to our old days for a second. I, I have a special not the expert of the week. Yeah. Uh, I have to I have to give it out. It pains me to do this as a last chance, you uh, veteran watcher. Uh, John Franklin III was also suspended, and because uh, he was with Antonio Brown with on this nonsense. Oh, um, I forgot John Franklin was John, you know, on that team. Ex- that's my point. You yeah. are not good enough to have a fake vaccine card, yeah. John Franklin. You- you're not. You're, you you don't prove enough value for that. I'm yeah. sorry. You you have to have a real vaccine, sir. You you don't get. You're not valuable enough for a fake vaccine card. You let the man who froze his feet talk you into this, mm-hmm. and I don't. I just have John. You are not the expert of the week. You don't. Yeah. you have to be better. You gotta know your value, bro. You you really do. You really gotta know yeah. your value. You know, <laughs> and this is one of the case where he didn't understand his value. It's not valuable enough for that dog. Uh, uh three we... people on and they never caught. You will be the one that gets cut first. I guarantee you that. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> like Brady, like Bruce Arians might want to cut Brady, and Brady will be like, "Hey, I understand, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of this at home." Yeah. All right. <laughs> he gets he gets no avocado ice cream for a week. Yeah. Okay. That's what we're that's what we're gonna deal with this. All right. That's what we're gonna do here. Bedtime has moved to seven o'clock now <laughs> instead of eight. All right, Antonio. I better <laughs> not see you downstairs <laughs> past seven o'clock. <laughs> this is it's yeah. That time Brady about to have real um. You know, because he's about to have real um. We're dealing with this matter internally energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's what's really about to happen here. It's going to be absolutely nothing happening, but he's going to tell us it's going to be internal so we can't do anything about it. He's going to tell Bruce to be internal so we yeah. can't do anything about it. <laughs> so uh, yeah. can we end this pod on my final uh, ask the hater question? Absolutely. Titus, tell me why everybody is over hyping Matt Jones and why the Patriots actually should have kept Cam Newton. I would say should have kept Cam. Yeah, Man, I know. I'll just throw that in there. Yeah. Uh, but tell me. <laughs> Max, Max, I can't. Look, I can't defend it. At 5 21, though, this is not safe, Cam. 5 21, bro. I can't, I can't say a word for Cam. I like him, I like him being back in Carolina. It's, it's a real cool story, but I can't say anything. Um, yeah. Mac, I just I feel like Mac was really in the coaching wise, he was in the best situation possible because you got Bill. I, so, I feel so bad for my boy because um, he's never, ever going to get 
rid of the stigma of being a system QB going from Alabama uh, straight into the Patriots. And (laughs) it didn't help. It didn't help. Yeah. And it really sucks because like the dude's freaking good. Like, and I'm not saying like he would be doing like what Joe is doing with Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah. He's a very good quarterback. He's he's been, yeah, he's been perfectly fine there. And you know, it's been a weird year in the NFL and they're in first place, you know, they're doing good. Yeah. Um, I do. I do. Uh, what was I going to say? I got confused. I just lost my train of thought for a second. I'm sorry. Oh, wait. Let me throw in another fact, though. Um, mm-hmm. Even though he is still a part of the Oh, system, I found it. But I remember it. But go ahead. Oh, uh, even though he's still as part of a great system, until like maybe the past two weeks, the performance from his wide receivers were absolute trash. So he yeah. was still uh, being able to hit his guys in the freaking face mask and chest. They weren't catching it, but, um, you know, so, hey, we knew he could still do stuff without an yeah. elite wide receiver core. I, I will say, I feel like they're trying to find ways to praise him, and it's kind of, like, I saw some earlier this week where, like, oh, yeah, he throws the most, the, the Patriots feel like he throws the most catchable ball in football. <laughs> like, he has the soft, he throws the softest ball in football. That's why they had such a high catch rate. Like, it's just hmm. easily catchable for the receivers. Like, it's like pillows and, like, <laughs> Why are we just making up ways to give this dude credit, bro? Like, just, like this is when I get annoyed. Like, just let it be good. Let, well, I, I want to be like, oh, you know what? I was wrong. He's good. But he's better than I thought he would be. He is better than I thought he'd be. I got to yeah. give him that much. All right. Thank um, you. Thank you. Because yeah, I, I, I know he's he is be. outperforming what you uh, expected from him. Is. He's, yeah. He truly is. He truly yeah. is. Um. So, yeah, I got to give him that much. And uh, also, too, I think when the Patriots are saying all that, I don't think they're talking to any of us. All that's for Tom Brady. <laughs> It's yeah, like, hey, that's, <laughs> that's all that is for Tom Brady. <laughs> Shout out to Belichick, though, because people ready to throw Belichick away early yeah. in the year. And yeah. it's like, yeah, y'all must, y'all, y'all don't know who I am. Y'all yeah. understand who I am? I, I do mm-hmm. this, you know. So shout out to him for that. Yeah. Uh, also, shout out to the. Uh, I'm sorry. Shout out to Belichick and that freaking white undershirt and the uh, and the jacket. What a look! He's <laughs> that man. You know, people get mad at the super extravagant looks. But I hate the bummy looks just as much. I think a lot like, more people can we be hate somewhere the, the bummy look. Yeah, I think a lot can more people hate the, the bummy look. <laughs> like, I know can be wearing foxtails and stuff, and that may be a lot with big hats. But just somewhere in the middle is okay. Yeah. You know, we don't have to. <laughs> we don't have to I'm have actually, extremes. I'm okay with it. Like, if Bill Belichick wasn't Bill Belichick, I would not be okay with it. But the fact that this guy is the best, winning you know, head coach and the most winningest. Yes. Yeah. And the guy doesn't know how to dress himself. It makes it all the more better. Winning does fix everything. It really does. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think the only uh, – yeah, the NFL is weird this year. Um, I feel like the Ravens have no business being good. And there's somehow, this is somehow going to lead to them getting smoked in the playoffs because they're not a good team. Yeah. And it's somehow going to be all of our Jackson's fault, and that's going to frustrate me for <laughs> an entire year. Because yeah. I know that's what – I see it coming, bro. I see it coming. Yeah. I just see it in the future. Well, they haven't gotten uh, him any freaking help, so it's just going to be that I mean, until they do. So honestly, and half the team is injured. They were supposed to, they were supposed to be terrible before the year started because mm-hmm. they lost. Remember, they lost like Marlon Humphrey and the starting running back the same day to torn ACLs in the same practice. Oh yeah, like, that's right. Humphrey started. is out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Dobbins and Humphrey got hurt in the same practice. Like they both tore an ACL at the same in the same practice, which mm. I, I might have choked one of my medical professionals out. Like, how do you? Like, why did this happen? Whoever yeah. made the field, whoever the turf that day, I don't know. Somebody got to pay. I don't know who. Somebody, <laughs> we taking your ACL. We giving me your ACL. Yeah, you going through surgery? How about that? Y'all we having together? <laughs> but yeah, I gotta I, look this up now though, because I swear I saw, I thought I saw Humphrey playing. 
No, I think it was Humphrey. I was at a linebacker. I thought it was Marlon Humphrey. Yeah, Marlon. Yeah, Marlon Humphrey playing, bro. Are you sure? Yeah. He played oh. against uh, the Browns. He had eight combined tackles. There's another cornerback. They lost somebody. They lost, like, let me just look at Ravens, torn ACLs. That should help. <laughs> it was so many. Marcus Peters. It was Marcus Peters. Ah, okay. That's why, yeah, that's why I got mixed up. At. Marcus Peters tore, Marcus Peters tore his ACL. And JK. That was the first two results of Marcus Peters and J.K. Dobbins, by the way. It was the first two results. And they don't have Patrick Ricard. MVP. Yeah, they're missing a lot of people, bro. They and they got hurt in the preseason. A lot of them got hurt before the season started. Yeah, that's why I'm like, okay, the Ravens should be terrible this year. And then somehow they're like, like on off the foot of um, the goat. They are like out here in the playoffs somehow, winning games. Yeah, that's crazy. It, it makes yeah. Oh, it makes no sense. Yeah, so they lost J.K. Justice Hill and Gus Edwards out the yeah. backfield. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they had to go get. That's why they had the Le'Veon Bell, um, Devonta Freeman duo yeah. at one point. It's like, what? Uh, how'd y'all do this? But yeah, shout out to them, man. Yeah, <laughs> shout, shout, out. To, shout out to them. But yeah, uh, so I think we can wrap on that. I think I'm, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying this was a good show. Oh, I'm glad God. we got the game back together. This felt, this had the good energy. Yes, exactly. This is For just sure. the uh, the little snowball. We're back in it now. That's a fact. Soon we'll be having a very nuanced discussion about a specific, a certain quarterback. Oh, yeah. We both have mixed feelings on. Well, I think I have more mixed feelings than you do. You just kind of hate him. I have a few mixed, I have kind of mixed feelings. Oh, no. Um, I love Baker Mayfield, not because I think he's a good quarterback or anything. I just love the whole, I, I love the whole scenario of Baker Mayfield. I love that Baker Mayfield. Um, I mean, <laughs> This guy wants to shut up all his haters. He can't shut up. He's always got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> and he just keeps shooting himself in the he has. <laughs> he has I the mean, psychotic energy of an all-time great. He does. Yes. Yes, he does. Like all-time greats have psychotic energy. And he has it. Because he's yeah. all, he's all uh, he's Mr. Um, um, I have a chip on my shoulder. You were the number one pick. Yes. No, Half well, your chip has to disappear. When I text you after that. <laughs> That game, that first game they had without OBJ. No one plays better under – no one plays better in a shut-the-hater-up situation than, than Baker Yeah, Mayfield. I said he nobody, lives for that, bro. nobody is better in a prove-it game than, than He Baker lives Mayfield. for that, bro. He lives for a prove-it game. Yeah. He really does. If they can make every game a prove-it game – like they made up, If they can make up fake – they can get deep fakes of, like, just pundits talking bad about Baker every week. Yeah. It would make the media sessions really weird because he would think somebody says something that he didn't say. But – he just go out there on a proven injury every week, and then he just you know be yeah. trying to throw three hundred yards. He might win MVP. Well, I think we kind of contradicted your point though, um, saying that he has the. I think uh, Baker has the mindset or the you know psychology of a almost superstar. And in order to be a superstar, you gotta have Michael Jordan, where he's not at a point yet where he's got you know voices in his head uh, over and over. Telling <laughs> he's the real crap. voices. He's, he's mad at the real voices. Yes, exactly. He hasn't created the <laughs> fake voices yet. Once once we get to the fake voices uh, or the voices from you know twenty years ago that are still just as loud as they were back then, that's when we'll get yeah. true prime Baker Mayfield. Yeah. That makes sense. Actually, adds up. But yeah, we're gonna have a good discussion about him because I actually think it's a very interesting situation that the Browns have themselves in. 
Yes. Um, yeah. it's, it's Only the Browns would be in this situation, by the way. I don't want to give too much away because I feel like it'll spoil that whenever we do this, which will probably be, I don't know, we want to schedule, we'll, we'll schedule it maybe next week. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, we'll get it done. Uh, but yeah, thank y'all for listening, paying attention. Um, I am Titus Dad, Levi's we didn't intro. We just got right to the nonsense. Which I like is, that. Um, I, I think we just need I to do start too. doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. We'll enter, the, we'll enter ourselves at the end. So we are exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this has been not the experts. Y'all have a beautiful weekend. Enjoy the conference championship games. And you know, um, there's the GoFundMe page for the next year's uh conference championship. If you want to send us to it, you can just, you know, send us some money. Yes. Because Lord knows yes. every time I, I be like, I want to go, I look at the tickets and I'll be like, ah, yeah. I'm had to get it, I'm had to get credentialed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm exactly. Credentialed. But yeah, thank y'all. We out. Peace.